0: welcome to the no mongle podcast a weekly show about all things skateboarding and my name is rick beta and you can follow along on social media at rick beta r-i-c-k-b-a-t-a or you can also email the show no podcast at gmail.com however best works for you and uh yeah i've done this before and i'll do it again I mean, there's no easy way to segue into this uh, first topic. Tyree Nichols, first of all, RIP. Tyree was one of us. He was a skateboarder. And by one of us, I mostly mean just human, you know, human being. And his life was taken away way too soon by five police officers in Tennessee recently. I'm sure you've already heard about it, know about it. I just figured I I had to say something. And and honestly, and I don't even know what to say. I wanted to say something. I feel I have to say something, but I don't know what to say. And I'm sick to my stomach. And honestly, yeah, I didn't feel like I, I really wanted to talk about it. But I felt that I needed to at least say his name. The least I can do is say his name. Give him the respect that, Yet another human being was taken from us way too soon. From a loving family, from his friends, from his community. And like I say, from us. Skateboarders, humans, etc. Way too soon. And how does this keep happening? Why does this keep happening? I guess would be a better question. And for the record, I have not watched the video. I've seen a couple of still images. <clears throat> and that's enough for that's enough for me. You know, as a parent, this is you know, my kids are going to be 11 this year. 11 years ago, I'd be totally c- clicking on that video, watching it, and I'd be able to handle it. As my kids are about ready to turn 11, I can't handle it. I can't. I cannot watch the video. I cannot. Even my wife was asking me, have you seen the video? Do you watch the video? I'm like, no, I haven't watched the video. I don't think I want to. I know what happened. I don't want to watch that. I don't want to hear. The main thing is, not even just watching. I heard about it, the, the, what he says. That's most, that's, oh, just. I don't even want to hear what he says. What he said. Yeah, it's present. It's in past tense now. What he said during all that, that just, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. But as a parent, I just couldn't muster up the, the courage to watch it. Nope. I mean, it's so tragic that we have to be talking about this over and over and over and over again. And here we are. It's what, Sunday evening, Sunday night. Will it happen tomorrow? Maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I don't know. But I can't even imagine what the family's going through. And it makes me, it literally makes me sick to my stomach. Like, I don't even want to, I shouldn't be talking about this, right? We shouldn't be bringing this. We shouldn't be talking about this. We shouldn't have this as a topic, a regular topic on anyone's show, anyone's news broadcast, anything. It shouldn't be a a topic uh, as often as it is. But like I said, I I didn't even want to talk about it. It pains me to talk about tragedies like this. They happen way too often. Tyree was only 29 years old. 29. It's way too soon. Way too young. But the least I could do now, you know what? I'll have a moment of silence for the man that Tyree Nichols was. One of us, fellow human skateboarder, Fellow human being, I should say. Fellow skateboarder. Gonna have a moment of silence for Tyree. So yeah, rest in peace, Tyree. You were taken from us way too soon. Way too soon. I'm moving on to another human who was taken from us way too soon, Jake Phelps, per the sfstandard.com, or however you get it. They uh, released, you know, how Jake Phelps died. Which was, you know, interesting in itself, because when he passed, I'm like, you know, it was very quiet. You know, the, the silence was deafening. It's like, okay, what happened? You know, I remember hearing theories about, like, he was doing that, that hill bomb, you know, the, the hell bomb, whatever they call it, that hill bomb event every year. And he he got, he went in the hospital and he died from complications from that. But it turns out he had a, a a huge, you know, alcohol and drug dependency. He had a problem. And it turns out the fentanyl was the cause of his death. And that sucks too. We all know that Jeff Grosso, R.I.P went down the same route and many, many others. And it, it will it be the last one? No, it will not. And I work out of high school, you know, and it's being talked about more and more and more how we have to be on alert because this stuff is nasty and it's gaining momentum. It's getting to our young kids. It's getting to our fellow skateboarders. It's taking their lives way too soon. So I think it was a good thing that they finally announced his cause of death. So one, for one, we can move on, but honestly, I, I'd, I'd kind of forgotten about it and kind of like mentally, okay, it happened. It sucked. We don't, we really don't know what happened. Maybe it was, you know, skateboard accident, you know, banging his head, injury, whatever related, but to know the true reason behind it, I think it's, it's good because it's going to bring the awareness. It's going to bring the awareness to us all like, damn, Phelps is taken out by this. This is nasty stuff. Grosso was taken out by this this was na this is nasty stuff and it's only gonna help you know it's not gonna make it easy to solve the situation overnight but it's gonna the more we talk about it the more it's aware we're aware of it maybe we can save one person's life maybe maybe but it's nasty 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 stuff so yeah r.i.p to jake phelps again and i mentioned that i can't remember what episode it was but he was one on my bucket list that I wanted to interview one day and not not necessarily even for the podcast I want to just sit down with him no microphones no cameras nothing no no even proof that we talked I want to just talk with him just chat with him I, I, I literally had the dream of doing that I'm like dude I'm gonna talk to this guy to see how he really is off camera outside the mic whatever off the board I didn't get that opportunity. So, you know, it, it sucks that that never happened. Cause I mean, I don't know. Maybe hopelessly optimistic. I thought it would be cool to kind of hear what he's like. I mean, is he the same guy? It's a lot of people that you've worked with that, I mean, I, I'm sorry, that have worked with him would say, dude, he's exactly the same on and off the mic. You're not going to get a different shake. But in me, but I was just kinda like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's a little different. Those four walls, just me and you, no no evidence, just talking, just rapping, talking about skateboarding. So anyway, so I'm glad they released that. You know, we can all move on. His family can move on. All his friends can move on. But now we, we got to tackle this. We got to, you know, bring the awareness, you know, to to everyone, not just skateboarding. It's not just a skateboarding issue. This is, this is worldwide and it's gaining momentum literally as we speak, as I speak in this nation and across the world. So I appreciate them, uh, you know, finally releasing that. I know it's probably not an easy thing, right? He, Everyone looked... A lot of people looked up to him, and, you know, he was their guy. And, you know, it was. It was... They did a good job at hiding it. It's been known for a long time, as per the article. Uh, I'm going to try to remember to include it in the notes below. But they tried to hide it for a long time, you know, but it gets to a point where you, you just can't. It's It gets too out of control where you... It just... It's obvious and you know the you know the, the the writing's on the wall unfortunately you know we've seen it before we know how this goes with addicts and, and and people who are addicted to drugs or alcohol or whatever we usually see how these stories end and and unfortunately that's how it did how it did with him and hopefully it will help someone down the road hopefully and that's why I wanted to at least mention it here today Wow, hold on a sec. Let me get some water before I move on. This has been a heavy, heavy episode to start. <laughs> I guess might as well keep it on the topic, man. You know, if you if you don't know me, you know I'm a big 49ers fan. I'll keep it. Yeah, let's just keep it. Three negative things in a row. Negative, 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 negative. And I know this is a skateboarding podcast, but I don't care, right? First off, shout out to Brock Purdy. Thank you for a wonderful season. I mean, as a rookie, you went way above and beyond pretty much everyone's expectations. So, Brock, you'll never hear this. You probably don't even know. Yeah, I mean, you don't probably know what a skateboard is, but you don't follow skateboard. But it's fine. I don't care. And for those of you who know Brock and who he is, who would you consider is like the skateboarding equivalent to Brock Purdy? Dude is a rookie, and he was literally three quarters away from taking the Niners to the Super Bowl. Three quarters before he got injured. Three quarters. How ridiculous is that? It's insane. And for those who don't know football, there are four quarters in the game. So he got taken out in the first quarter, pretty much what the sixth play. Yeah, he got taken out. It was bad. All for staying, what, two seconds too long in the pocket. Held on the ball a little too long. And just long enough for the defense to approach and end his season. Which basically in turn ends the 49er season. But anyway, so two seconds equals momentum shift. It's like, thanks for coming. But, so huge props to the any Eagles fans out there. I'll give you, like a. A little bit of clap. I mean, you deserve that win. But, I mean, actually, I know uh, Jimmy Garecki is a big Philly fan. Shout out to Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. You you guys got that, man. You deserve that win. And we'll see you uh, next year, but with different results. Right? So, yeah, anyway, moving on. Not bitter at all. Congrats, Philly fans. I mean, really, really, really. Now, good luck against the Chiefs. I still don't know who I'm going to root for. Okay, I promise. Moving on next to a, a little bit more positive note, right? A little bit more optimistic note. Chandler Burton's Castle Freak, their part. And this was so refreshing to see this week. And you never know what you're going to get from him, you know, from Chandler, which makes his content like even better, right? I mean, he started things off on a hoverboard with a sword, <laughs> and that's not a combo I'd like to see in real life. Nah, nah, I'm good. You know, whenever I see hoverboards, I I get the image of Mike Tyson. <laughs> uh Mike Tyson. What was he riding, or was he spinning around in his living room or something? When he basically broke his tailbone after spinning around out of control on one, did he get it for Christmas? <laughs> I think, I think he did. Oh, that's good to, good to think. It's a nice. I need some nice comic relief right now after all the tragedy and negativity I just spoke about. But I've never tried one, and I don't think I ever will. Like, I'm good. You guys can try it. I'm, I'm good. I'll, I'll roll on uh, four wheels. A skateboard. Yeah, uh, I'm good. But to roll around on a Segway or hoverboard or whatever you want to call them with a sword, that's next level. That's next level. And Chandler didn't even wait... A whole entire minute before he got my brain firing. Just the synapses. Not even 30 seconds to be exact. Actually, 28 seconds in, I was like, literally, what the hell is up in that window? And I paused it. I kid you not. Before I even knew what was going on, I didn't know what was happening next. I was just like, I could not let that slide. Because I'm like, does he grind down that? Is that a garbage chute or a laundry chute? I was like, I need answers. I'm not going to let that slide. No pun intended. And then seconds later, he is seen climbing up that pole to the left, you know, towards what I call the floating ramp. And then at 37 seconds in setting up for a drop in. And it was at this point, I almost like emailed Grant Britton, you know, I would have been like, Hey Grant, uh, do you think we should have a paramedic on hand for this one? you know, get back to me ASAP, uh, please kind of urgent. No joke. My heart was racing and we weren't even a minute in. I was like, what the hell dude? And he did it. That's the thing. He dropped in. And was that first try Chandler? Was that first try dude? don't lie? There's no, no, no rough cut. B cut of that. That was heavy. Very, very heavy. And it was at this moment I knew we were in for a real treat. I was like, hold on, kids. Chandler has the wheel, and he's got a strange look in his eyes. And post-title credits, I was already pausing, rewinding. You see how he went up that curb? Yeah, literally. That was pure magic. What do you even call that? Like a a skirt tail grab? Like a a, a wally tail? Like what? What do you call that? Yeah, I did it again around a minute 50 in for that backside wall ride. I mean, sure the trick was awesome, but I loved how it sounded, you know? And I'm glad they included two angles so I didn't have to rewind like every second and a half. That sounded so cool. And then about a minute later he had me asking myself, is it is like possible to go too fast for a gap to front feeble on a ledge? The one right at three minutes and twenty six seconds almost was a like a definitive yes. You can go too fast. You see the way the board like it almost whipped around there that was almost like a like a combo trick right there right kind of like how we do doing like skate three you know it's like you try to go for something oh hey yeah, yeah yeah i meant to do that uh-huh uh-huh front front feebs to front board yeah yeah but he was going so fast there and how about that roll off ollie line three minutes 52 seconds and it's almost as if he was like taking a jab at walker ryan did you see that He was like, hey, yo, Walker, I have your textures right here, buddy. Yeah, eat it. And no wonder he was only able to get, like, well, he's managed to squeeze in, like, two ollies there, right? That's it. Two ollies, and dude was just trying to survive. You know, of course, while sending a message to Walker. I see you, Chandler. It's Like, I got your textures, buddy. Look at this. Look what I'm rolling over. Punk. I mean, that's probably got to be the best you know, two ollie line of the year, right? So far, no one else has topped that. At least in my pick, right? Damn, you know what I was thinking about too. Who was the the skater who did? He did three ollies in a row last year, right? Damn it, I can't remember. I know I talked about it. I know it'll come to me later. Was it? Uh, was it Louis? All I recall is that it was a regular footed skater. Damn, who was it? It's got to be Louie, right? Oh, help me out. Because I remember talking about, he's like, Yeah, that was great. You did an Ollie, and then you did another Ollie, and then he did another Ollie. Oh, I'm pretty sure, is it? Was a, I know for a fact it's a regular footed skater. Was it Louie, though? Anyway, anyway, I'm, I'll move on. Seconds later, he did a Wally to drop of faith at that. I'm calling it the 801 spot. I don't even know what it is, but it's like 801 something something street. You see how the board was kind of getting away from him? That was such a huge drop. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, damn, take it easy, Chandler. Take it easy. I'm so glad they included the alternate angle though. I was like, so good. And then he did, uh, it was at Pier 7. He did a manual trick to to huck flip, a.k.a. dolphin flip, a.k.a. forward flip. And I'm, per my notes, I put pretty radical. That's pretty radical, if you ask me. And that was 4.46. And then he did another one down some stairs the very next trick. And then, yeah, he did yet yeah, another one, per my notes here, too. He So he did three, like in that video, what was it about even down even more stairs at 5 minutes 13. So that was three dolphin flips right or hook flips however you want to call them three in this video and needless to say he's got that trick on lockdown right he's got that one on lock and you know joe hutchison's like out there you know pumping his fist nodding his head like yeah throwing stuff against the walls, like yeah yeah, yeah. that's what's up and then of course in the last what minute and a half or maybe two he pretty much showed us that he is the king of cabal aerials, right? As of right now, he is the king. You know the Skatosis crew won't be debating this one, right? Those were full cabs, right? No pivots, right? That was all just, that was done proper. Full cabs, no question. Chandler Burton straight up slayed. And that was so damn entertaining. And he's only asking for, what, seven minutes 42 seconds of your life. That's it. 7.42 of your time. I think you can spare it if you haven't seen it yet. But, yeah, keep an eye out for those uh, dolphin flips, those huck flips. But the cabal aerials, that was – where was that? It's like, damn, dude. You know, it's like save some for the rest of us. Gobbled them all up. Did back-to-back ones. What? Down big sets, big steps. Come on. That was a great part, though. It was a great – much needed uh I'm not gonna say comic releases, much needed relief, like relief, I should say, for this past week. So thank you, Chandler. That was good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> and next up, wanna talk about you know something that the the March twenty twenty three issue number five hundred and twelve of Thrasher magazine brought up to my attention and of course the nine club experience kind of helped us out too but but it was namely the teddy awards in the the awards in the thrasher magazine and more specifically the one that was listed as m.i.a mark johnson and for some reason i i stopped reading right there i was like damn because only because i was thinking about him recently and it got me thinking to how true it was i mean he's kind of vanished into thin air right his last, you know, IG post, of course, I looked, you know, I'm not stalking the guy, but I went and looked, was back in Ju- July 2021. Business and Company, however, posted a, as recently as January 12th, and it simply sta- stated, don't try. And it was under a boxer jacket uh, image. And I was just thinking, like, did I miss a memo? I mean, is he back? Is Is the brand back? I mean, the website does have a few boards listed, no pro models, so to speak, but is business a company a thing again? But then again, I, I do have to admit, I'm a, I'm a little worried though, you know, because after I started going down this like Mark Johnson rabbit hole, I ended up reading the interview where he said, this was the one with a uh, Burnett, oh, gosh, I can't remember what they called it. It was like two hours of like M- Mark Johnson just talking where he said that he respected people like Danny Garcia, who just basically just dropped out, vanished from the face of the earth, you know? And he, quote, he said, he just left. I respect him for that. And, and then, quote, I'm not into this. Goodbye. That has me worried. That has me terrified, actually. Cause, because if Mark respects that, that means he's probably going to do the same damn thing. But however, seeing some recent updates on the BNC side, rubbing my hands together, it's promising. You know? It's promising. But it still didn't stop me from like rewatching some of his footage from the past. And I probably started with his best. I mean, could it be that Mark Johnson holds the record for causing the most amount of skateboarders to quit after seeing his content? I'm being straight serious. I can't believe I had to say that out loud. Is he responsible? Does he have the record for causing skateboarders to straight up and quit? Like, I almost threw in the towel after watching his clips again. And I know I'm not alone. You know he caused a bunch of skaters to just focus their boards and walk off into the sunset. You know? I know. I was almost one of them. Special after seeing Fully Flared, which was back in 2007. 2007, and he was skating like that. If you haven't seen the video, go watch it, come back. But you should see, You should have seen it by now. He was way ahead of his time, like way ahead of his time. I mean, there were so many great moments in this one as well. You know, daily mud treatment, as he said, welcome to Flavored Country. Don't try this one at home, kids. The song selections, all three songs. He had a three-song part for this. Epic. They all worked well. And we got to see, you know, bearded MJ. We got to see gloved MJ. Yeah. We got to see Marty McFly MJ after he bounced his head on the cement, like, what, twice? Surprised he wasn't wearing a helmet, dude. Come on, be like Mike V. Come on, Mark. Quote, cut that open. Two holes on my back, hit my head, tore a hole in my hand. I met up with that dude. He's there. I was there. I met up with him. Let's do this. (laughs) I still don't know what that really meant, but I had to write it down because that's what he said. We got to see Weatherman MJ where he's like, quote, see those little dots right there, Ty? It means it's raining. And then he proceeded to just destroy, you know, picnic benches in the rain. Seeing his parts again in their entirety just—they got me a little emotional. I'm I'm not gonna lie. And even after what I've talked about earlier, like I almost cried. You know, just prepping for the show. It's one of like the best parts in skateboarding history. Every trick is amazing. The use of slow motion was the just the right amount. I mean, his style is so unique. We all know. Like you put up a silhouette of him after a make. Oh, that's MJ, the way he's just kind of twist and torqued. And much as, uh, like I said earlier, that he caused a lot of skateboarders to quit. One thing I do have to say for anyone, any future skateboarders out there, say you're listening to this five years from now and you're just picking up the sport, do not, and I repeat, do not show any Mark Johnson footage to the, your, your friends or, your, or even yourself. If you are new to the game, just got a board for Christmas, do not look up Mark Johnson's parts. Don't. 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 You will either scare yourself or him or her away faster than you could say, like, Mongo. I, I'm telling you right now, do not. Do, trust me. I have my hands on Trust me. Do not show them any Mark Johnson parts if you're just starting out. I mean, even if like, tilt mode army man down part from, what, 2001? That was epic. Same thing, the tricks, the song selection. I mentioned before, like whenever I hear that song, I think of MJ, right? Every time I hear that song, I think, you know, I always turn to my wife and say, I bet you can't guess what I'm thinking about right now. And, of course, before I even finish the sentence, she's like, I already know, Mark Johnson's part, yeah, big guns, baby, big guns. My wife says that. She knows where I'm going with it. <laughs> but like i said don't ever show brand new skaters mark johnson's footage don't 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 do not do it that's like seriously if this show ended today i want this to be the message moving forward to all of skateboarding's future don't do it it's too good skating like mark can never be reached I hate to break it to you. It can never be reached. If you're a parent right now listening, you're like, well, I wanted to get my son into skateboarding. Yeah, what are you doing, Rick? Tell me not to watch it. Don't watch Mark Johnson's footage. Plain and simple. Anything but. Anything but, okay? Trust me on this. Otherwise, you'll have a dusty skateboard in your garage. Make sure your, your best friend or your kid or your son or whatever can at least do a handful of basic tricks before introducing the greatness that is Mark Johnson, okay? You, you can thank me. Literally, even if I'm not doing this show in the future, you can thank me. Just send me an email, email in the future. Hit me up on a, whatever social media. Rick, you're right, dude. I appreciate the heads up. I'm so glad I waited five years to show my son Mark Johnson footage. Now he's he's in a good spot. He's, he's ready for it. Trust me. I'll just say, I'll just reply back like, you the man, you the woman. Glad to help. It's what I'm here for. Don't push Mongo. Don't show Mark Johnson footage before they're ready. And honestly, though, after revisiting this part, it's like kind of shocking to me that he didn't use his last, what, the fully flared part as his walk-off moment. You know? Had I ever released something like even minutely as close to that good, that epic, I just might consider it. I'd be like, well, it's been a blast, suckas. I'll leave you with this hands like open like enjoy see you never and i don't think mj is kind of like a mic drop kind of guy he's more like the dude that would be like he he, he's like yeah i'll just i'll go ahead and keep this microphone you you, can buy another one i'm taking this with me it's not it's like i could have he could have quit in 2007 and he'd still be the legendary status that he is today but circling way back to, like I said at the top, it sucks that he's MIA, you know? Because it was just, it was just strange. I was thinking about him, like, recently, you know? And as I mentioned, between the, the Thrasher Teddy Awards and the recent, you know, Nine Club experience, it just kind of had me going down this Mark Johnson rabbit hole. And I'm glad it happened. I'm glad it happened. I needed, a, like, a, a Mark Johnson refresher in my life. Because it's never a waste of your time, you know, for you to— watch some of the greatness that Mark Johnson is unless you know, like I said you're very very new to skateboarding don't do it but it all leads me up to my main concern my main worry that did we truly lose him for good I'm not talking just the business side not the business of the company so I'm talking about his face on a screen somewhere his voice in our ears somewhere did we lose him for good Come back, Mark. On any level, please. Who cares if business and company, like, didn't work out? Well, actually, you know, wait, let me re- ugh, hold, on, hold on. Oh, whoa, whoa, hold on. Let me rephrase that. It's a bummer that business and company didn't work out as well as you had hoped. And I know that you're kind of bummed about it, right? I was hoping to actually get around to buying a board eventually. I, I kid you I swear, I swear, I was going to do it. But come back. Let's create like an MJ bat signal for him to see. Is he still in SoCal? Anyone in the in the know? Is he still in SoCal? Could we do it? You think we pulled off? Is he at that same house, like kind of in the woods? He's got that set up. Someone's got a good uh, projector. Could we do it? But I miss your sense of humor. I miss your brain, and I'm just worried that one of us we're gonna run into you one day. Here, okay, paint a picture, right? We're walking down the street. One of us is going to run into Mark one day. It's probably going to be a little cold, right? So you kind of have your jacket kind of up over your your kind of your neck. You're kind of hunched over a little bit. And let's say we pass by him on the street, right? So we pass by Mark Johnson on the street. You know, kind of one of those moments when you pass by someone you know, and then or someone you recognize, and it takes your brain kind of moment to register. One of those moments, okay? So I'm setting up the and and we turn around, we say, "Hey, hey, Mark, Mark." Big fan, dude. Big fan. And then Mark just turns around, slightly hunched over, right? Because it's kind of cold. And proceeds just, <laughs> just hiss at us. Like, <laughs> and walk on. No no voice, no, no, nothing said. He just walks on and hisses at us. That's what I'm hoping doesn't happen. But that's how I see it. Mark Johns is going to hiss at us in the future, damn it. Ah. <sighs> This has been a bummer of an episode, huh? It's just, you know, it's, it's been bookend, which is next week will be different. Don't get me wrong. It, it will be. But time will tell, right? Like business company, they have recent posts as of this year. I think they what took a couple years off. They have two boards listed on their site. Do you even care that we no longer see Mark's you know, face or voice anymore? Do you not care? Do you have a pulse? He was one of the best things to happen to skateboarding. And it's almost as if he doesn't even exist. And I hate that. I really do hate that. So with that being said, though, if business and company is really back, I swear on my next either one or two paychecks that I will buy some gear. Most likely a board. I don't need a board at the moment. My wife will probably give me a hard time. But I'm going to tell her it's all for the cause. It's all for the big guns, baby. Big guns. And I only ask that you do the same. Let's support Mark. Let's bring him back. Let's make Mark feel all warm and fuzzy. And just maybe. Just maybe. One day he will poke his head out of his like turtle shell. And not hiss at us. And throw out one of his favorite, you know, famous or a hilarious quip or one line or one day. That's all I asked for. Pretty please, Mark. Don't be gone forever, dude. Pretty please.